Hello folks. Uh, this week we examine the final chapters of Division 2 of Being and Time. Up to this point of Division 2 we have established that to understand being it is critical to understand time. And if it is essential, it is an essential condition for being human. We cannot be human, in other words, if time is not an issue for us. So what makes human experience? Well, human experience is time. As we saw with Heidegger's thought that Dasein is being towards death, it is our finitude which constitutes our life. Dasein is a finite, mortal being, not an infinite or immortal being. If it were immortal, it would be present to itself, and thus nothing would be possible for it. We would be as such inhuman. These last sections of being in time represents Heidegger's effort to strengthen the concept of ecstatic temporality, from sections 72 to 83, Heidegger talks about the difference between history and historicality and historicity. He provides an explanation of how ordinary time is dependent on existential, ontological or ecstatic time. And the work concludes with a brief engagement with Hegel's theory of time. In this lecture, I want to focus on one element of these last sections. And that is the importance of history for Dasein. Part 1. The historicity of Dasein. In the fifth part of Division 2 of Being and Time, Heidegger begins with a discussion of ends and beginnings. Heidegger asks, very briefly, in an almost aside, if all along in this study, when discussing the meaning of Dasein, that we may have forgotten about the other end. By this he means birth. Only the entity that exists between birth and death is what we are analysing, as that presents the whole of what we seek. He admits that to this point we have perhaps been guided more towards a form of design that is facing towards, or being towards death. What he calls being towards the beginning has remained somewhat undisclosed. The significance of this point is a bit underplayed by Heidegger. He is effectively saying that to think of Dasein in any way, we must think of Dasein as both birth and death, both being in nothingness. It is what he calls the stretching along between, in his words, which is the object that we must discover, as that is the unity of ecstatic temporality. At a very basic level, the question of birth towards death inaugurates a confrontation with our past. Heidegger proceeds to talk of birth in the context of the opposition between ordinary time and ecstatic time. If we go to everyday experience, we explain time not as a form of connectedness, but as a now point. This really is the same as treating time as a form of present at hand, as time is reduced to a thing-like object. The now, there, datable, coordinated, which cannot be other than what it is now. When we think of the past, or imagine imminent nows, we think of them as an extension of the present now. We think all nows will have the same characteristics as this one does. Therefore, those experiences that have passed away, or are imminent, that are no longer, are not yet actual, have a somewhat homogeneous, lifeless characteristic. They are flat and levelled without distinctions. All nows are the same. This type of thinking for Heidegger can have its uses, but it is not fundamental. It is useful for dating, telling the time, but what it really gives us is a discrete succession 
of moments a discrete succession of objects. And we just do not really experience the world, all things being equal, as a series of successive nowpites. This is unintelligible, really, for Heidegger, because it means that we would have to, as he puts it, hop from one point to another, from one now point to the next. In everyday life, this passes for a temporal understanding. But Heidegger, and he's not too far removed from Kant here, I think, asks of all these now points, all these singular moments of experience, well, if this everyday understanding of time were the case, how would we move from one discrete moment to the next, as they would be inherently inseparable? Despite the constant changing of experience, we hold a self that sustains, or Dasein sustains, or maintains itself, with a certain unity. Thus what Heidegger is picking out is the form of time itself, which makes possible all thought and all existence. The form of time is not the moments of time, it is what is common to all cases of Dasein, that is, that time exists as a form of abiding change. A change that remains. Or, in Heidegger's own words, and I quote here, this perseveringly changing connectedness of experiences remains indefinite. Here we get to the paradox of being alive, where we continually posit moments as if they were things, objects, but which are, in reality, inherently unthing-like. These are tricky thoughts to grasp. What Heidegger is driving at is that on the one hand, we have this impulse to describe life in a very quantitative way as the sum or aggregate of all instances of experiences we have. That's what the being of Dasein is, or we would like to think of it at least as the subtotal of all our experiences. But this does not really get to how we exist. It does not give a connected sense of life, the sense of having and leading a life where our own being is constituted in Heidegger's terms as a stretching along the movement and persistence which are constitutive of Dasein. By movement, Heidegger is careful to suggest he's not talking about the motion of an object present to hand, like, say, moving a car from one place to another. He is referring to movement in terms of the way Dasein stretches along and stretches itself along. He's quite explicit here, and I quote him, the specific movement in which Dasein is stretched along and stretches itself along, we call its historizing. So, when we are being towards death, when we exist as anticipatory resoluteness, things are indefinite. That we aim towards an open future implies this, but when confronted with this uncertainty, what do we do? We look towards the past towards the life from our birth onwards, all the things from birth to here. However, this is not a past in the ordinary way we might understand it, as in something long gone. Here we must understand the past as perspective. And that's the difference. This point also relates to the question of care. Care is the form of anticipatory resoluteness, but the pastness of the present reaches towards a future, understood as a between. So, Dasein is the being that cares that is between. So, Dasein is now also the being that is always between, and being between implies a continual event, or a continual eventing, or occurring. So, how can we try and put that a little bit more plainly? 
the way to think about Heiger's link between history and the between is to think of life between birth and death. This connection denotes how we are constituted as finite mortal beings. That death is ahead of me implies a fate, a destiny, which cannot be outstripped. That is death. This death, as we now know, has the characteristic of definiteness and indefiniteness. It will definitely happen, but when and how, we know not. When we confront our being towards death, when the uncertain future is ahead of me, this makes me confront my history, my pastness, or my prospective pastness. My future destiny is significant in helping me confront my past, the whence I came, the truth of one's trollness. One's, one's life is destined, bound, fated to come to an end. My contingent historical situation becomes more explicit. That is to say, all the roles, commitments, norms, things I do, which constitute me, are prospectively at stake and subject to revision. One is bound to the fate of confronting one's fate. And this is another way, really, of saying that one is bound to confront one's own history. There is a truth of existence, and it is the human being's confrontation with its history and the repetition of its history. Whether we take that call up or not is a different matter. As as we might expect by now when Heidegger talks in terms of history, he has his own thing going on. There are several ways where he disentangles the term history and several meanings attached to it. We see each of the following deployed history or historiology. We also have Geschichte, history, and we have Geschichtlichkeit or historicity, and Geschichten, which is historizing. And in some instances, he talks also of world history. For example, in section 73 of Being in Time, Heidegger looks at the vulgar concept of history. Dasein exists primarily historically, but to grasp this, we need first to put into proper perspective what the everyday understanding of history is, which he says is a science of history. By that he means what we all understand by history really is the rigorous study of things which took place in the past by, well, studiers of history. Now please remember, Heidegger is not having a go at historians. He is merely talking about how we understand history in an average everyday sense. And in our average everyday sense, we tend to treat history as an object present to hand. For example, if we think of history as something studied, we think of it as things which took place in the past or concerning things which took place in the past, which are, in an everyday sense, removed or belonging to and now no longer. Here we might say something average like condemned to the ages or already belong to history or consigned to history. Equally, in the vulgar everyday sense of history, we treat history as a now in the present. In the sense where we say history is still working itself out or that one cannot escape history, which is basically a way of saying the past is now or it affects me and others now. Or its effects, perhaps, are now working themselves out. Both these types of history treat history for Heidegger as an object, something observable and there, tellable as a variation of the now. Heidegger has something else in mind, 
Heidegger argues in uh, section 74 that real authentic historizing or historicity is connected to our freedom. Dasein is the big, that's pastness, opens the possibility of the future. Being thrown into a world enables Dasein to glimpse a life with possibilities. In a sense, this connects to the later Heidegger's meditations of nihilism. Nihilism is basically a life without possibilities, and thus a being for whom history is not an issue. The history of Dasein, then, is not the past per se. It is our Heidegger's concerned with what he calls derivation from the past. Anything that has a history, as Heidegger says, stands in the context of a becoming. This is to say, Dasein's historicity has an orientation, an inclination of a past towards a future. History, which does not just mean what my colleagues in the history department do, as great and all as that is, nor any historiographical conventions or traditions, but names the vitality of the past to Dasein's freedom. The sense that Dasein cannot but prospectively retrieve itself from the turmoil of impressions, experiences and accidental circumstances where it finds itself. That which is past in the ordinary sense is not actually past. It is past in the present. Heidegger gives the example of what he calls antiquities or antiques in museums which has the character of equipment and being present to the hand. There, in the museum, that is. Something very much still of the now and taking its existence not from becoming or transience. The point being that those things preserved in museums, their pastness is only intelligible from nowness. We can get a sense of their world. We can get a sense that they belong to a context of equipment and were encountered ready to hand. But that world is no longer. Certainly as well, there is a sense of the traces and sediments of a life that is gone, even deeper the life of a world of a Dasein gone. However, access to this world is immediate rather than immediate, and the immediacy of life is Heidegger's concern. And on this, he remains a phenomenologist. Part 2. History is Fate The historicity of Dasein refers then not to the study of history, but to how Dasein is in the world. Dasein is a being for whom history is an issue. If we take famous historical events like the death of Socrates in circa 399 BC, the Battle of Hastings in 1066, the Great Earthquake of Lisbon in 1775, the dropping of the atom bomb in 1945, all of these are historical facts. Brute facts which had material consequences which we do not have access to. We do not know how Socrates' wife felt about his decision to kill himself. Or we do not know the actuality of buildings falling in Lisbon during the earthquake. What Heidegger is at pains to express is that what we call historicity of Dasein is not a series or a sequence of brute occurrences, a basic recitation of facts, which even scholarly history is not, let's be fair, nor is historicity in the statement attributed to Toynbee one damn thing after another. These events become, for Heidegger, world historical. They become significant for how human beings understand themselves or understand the act of working out of their faith. The Lisbon earthquake is a good example of this. 
as it precipitated all kinds of philosophical debates between theists and atheists as to its historical significance. Historicity for Heidegger is about Dasein's immediate pastless becoming future, but also it is about how human beings self-interpret themselves in light of significant factual events, how humans understand each other, how humans understand human development and how historical events promote actions pertaining to those events. In short, if we narrate any historical event, which we cannot but do, Dasein is giving expression to itself as beings with historical understanding. Heidegger's sense of historicity means the constitution of the event of existence as such. Dasein exists by a being there of history. This is necessarily so, as Dasein is as we know from the outset of the study, that being in the world, thrown into a historical destiny. That destiny is something peculiar to Dasein. And here we see one of Heidegger's final existential ontological modalities of Dasein from being in time. Dasein is the being for whom history is a question. This does not elevate one history over another, nor does it think of history as written by the winner, say, or a great man theory of history. Heidegger's point is that the inevitable historicity of Dasein is the being for whom there is a common destiny, in that we are all fated to novelise our history through repetition. Since Dasein is the being that is ahead of itself, whilst moving towards a future, that an extricable part of human existence is historical facticity, or the importance of lived factuality. Remember, we saw facticity as part of our throneness, where Dasein projects it to a contingent world not of its own making. So we could say boarded to sets of commitments, roles, tasks, or being boarded to a given family, a social atmosphere, or a set of statuses, or social class. Things which we find ourselves historically determined as. These are facts about which inform what we are, as well as delimiting and making possible how we are, and how we can transform those norms. An important dimension of our facticity is the link between history and sociality. We find ourselves in a history, and this is something we cannot but share. What we are as Dasein is communal, not so much as tied to a particular community, but the sense that any Dasein inevitably shares and gathers a past with others. The reason Heidegger spends so much time in these sections of being a time disentangling diverse types of history is because he wants to ensure that history is something palpable, live, an issue for Dasein, inextricably tied to our being in the world. If it is not, then we are nothing. The link between history and community becomes another form of sharing or mitzain. We are with others as far as we find ourselves sharing a historical fate. We could not even go further here and say perhaps we could I guess say we have a collective faith where the things mattering most to us are historically transpiring these are the things right now for which all cases of Dasein must assume and negotiate again this must be more than chit chat about which political leader is up and down what is happening in world affairs or famous and infamous events Heidegger is something much less grandiose in mind. Heidegger is talking about an authentic being with others where we gather to make our being in the world possible. 
An authentic being with others is only possible through an authentic relation to history, and by that I mean a history bearing down on us, imposing questions, sets of tasks and challenges which we can resolutely take up or not. Again, this is not an endorsement of an idea that history can be driven, ordered or controlled. Heidegger asks us to listen to the demands of history. The sense of history has occurred and cannot be undone. It has an irreversible quality. Consequently, because history has has occurred, means that we are thrown into a world which constrains available possibilities. And now here we then get a communal sense of Dasein, which we have not really had before, where Dasein is automatically indebted to transform our past, our heritage. There is something interesting happening here. Many versions of Heidegger place the inauthentic in a subordinate role to the authentic. So authentic is resolute and historical, and inauthentic is a historical absorption into social convinces and roles at which we are thrown. This is not really a satisfactory interpretation of the historicity of Dasein. Because Dasein is formed of anticipatory resoluteness, of a being towards the future and a being towards the past, we can now see the authentic and the inauthentic or how ecstatic temporality plays out. By this I mean that inauthenticity links with the past and authenticity is defined by the move towards the future. Or, in the most basic terms possible, Dasein is the being that exists between the known and the unknown. Pretty obvious when you think about it. The past informs our existence, opens it up but also limits what we can and cannot do. Dasein's historicity intertwines with a community of others, the world we share with them and questions about how to coexist. In this sense, Dasein's historicity is a condition of coexistence. Once we realise that coexistence is at stake, unsettled, and there to be worked out. Dasein's historicity is another name for collective life as a problem, or better, a question. A question as to how we find our place in the world and how we develop that place. That is our destiny. Part 3. The Time of History Destiny, or fate, in Heidegger, strikes an oddly Hegelian tone. In being in time, it is only in the struggling recognition and misrecognition of discourse that we gain the fullest sense of ourselves as self-interpreting beings. We are hermeneutic beings, beings that continually interrogate and communicate the state of our existence, how it is, how it shall be. Only in this discourse does fate become manifest and open to revision. Only in communicating, struggling, struggling to communicate and maintaining and self-sustaining ourselves do we grasp the fullest sense of ourselves as the types of being we are. Only there can we get a sense of how we are connected to history as it is unfolding. Here, Heidegger, as in so much of his work, bears a fidelity to the deepest forms of ancient Greek thought even forms that are pre-philosophical, tragic, even Homeric. The human being continually attempts to connect to a sense of the epic, to fate, to destiny. What makes Dasein's faith then is a type of heroism, or as Heidegger puts it, the choosing of a hero. This is a strange type of hero, not quite the hero of Homeric epic, which dominates historical events. The choosing of a hero is more like the manifestation of Daseins as exemplars, as the case of Dasein coming to repeat and renew its heritage. This heroism devours any 
progressive or conservative modes of interpretation. The act of repetition does not abandon itself, and I'm quoting Heidegger here, does not abandon itself to that which is past, nor does it aim at progress. In the moment of vision, authentic existence is indifferent to both these alternatives. Repetition is the sustaining of life in the face of the relentless alterations which time imposes on Dasein. Repetition requires an acceptance of faith, an acceptance Dasein is obliged to act within a range of available values and traditions. I cannot become anything at all. I cannot even become an infinite variety of Daseins as my life is circumscribed in the occurrence of the historical community of norms to which I am beholden. Likewise, the heroes available to me come from this tradition to whom I am obliged to at once emulate and transgress. Where Heidegger departs from the epic tradition is that it no longer is connected to the heroic, but the much more banal sense of making our lives and getting on with our lives in the everyday sense. James Joyce was doing a similar project in his novel Ulysses at around uh, this time. The classical vernacular was very much in vogue. For our purposes, our exemplars do not need to be Achilles. It could be a distant relative, a complete stranger, or a bin man, or an army captain. Who they are is a matter of indifference. That they are is inevitable, and we struggle to accept this inevitability, to recognise exemplars in a world where our exemplars are both good and bad. This struggle again shows the Hegelian residue in Heidegger's thought. Existence is hard, a struggle for recognition between those with aptitudes, mastery, and those who obstruct aptitudes and abilities, servitude. Consequently, historicity is a type of generation, meaning derives from the activity itself of engaging with, communicating, and even battling the others with whom we share the world. The fate of Dazide is a type of acceptance, or accepting of this fate at least, where Dazide discerns that it is in each case a member of a generation. The term generation is informative. While it does denote the sense of those who live in a certain epoch, share a time period, it also denotes as a term a sense of life, creativity, birth and coming to be. Therefore, Dasein only makes sense of itself by being a member of a history that generates itself. Once you get down to it, the statement is quite straightforward. Dasein is a mortal being, as a being that exists, and takes a stand on what it is to be. That historical identity is not final or settled, but demands both repetition and renewal. Dasein's historicity means its history. Heritage continually persists through constantly revising and reinterpreting itself. If we take this to apply to an individual, then we can take Dazai's actions as the form of, in each case, mine. At any moment of life, I can do this or that, make this choice or another, open some paths, close out others. By doing this, I lead a life, determining how my life takes shape. This, though, is not a sole pursuit. I also reshape and redefine my life as an instance or case of humanity. The historical dimension of Dasein means I am an exemplar of how Dasein can be. When I anticipate, negotiate the contingency of life, it becomes manifest that I share specific 
historical rootedness with others. I share a heritage or a fate, and this fate requires working with and against others to become heritage in turn. Heidegger is incredibly careful to say that heritage is not necessarily good. Despite an often conservative demeanour and aesthetic even, Heidegger does not think that something is good merely because it is of tradition. Such a view would only amount to a replication of the past. Indeed, it would lead to stupidities in many instances. In contrast, Heidegger thinks the past is there to be renewed. By imposing on Dasein the mode of historicity, Heidegger draws together all the other elements of being in time. Dasein's historicity is equiprimordial with death, guilt, conscience, freedom, care and finitude. With these existential modalities, in Heidegger's words, and I quote him here, can that entity exist in the mode of fate? That is to say, only did can it be historical in the very depths of its existence. This is quite a striking claim. Heidegger does not think these modes are mere items of Dasein, as in they are properties that are added or, say, subtracted from Dasein's form of life. They are Dasein. Dasein as a temporal being is the unity of birth, death, history, which are all disclosed in ecstatic temporality. By reaching towards death, Dasein's heritage, surroundings, environment come into question. Dasein's ecstatic temporality is lived. It is not something that has gone, that is no longer now, but earlier. It is not of a datable chronological order. Dasein's past is gathered there, at once. As a throne being in the world, One's rootedness, one's sediment to traditions, bias, natural predilections are only meaningful because they're exposed to contingency, because they're exposed to the future. In Heidegger's words, and I quote Log here, only an entity which, in its being, is essentially futural, so that it is free from its death and can let itself be thrown back upon its factical there by shattering itself against death. That is to say, only an entity which, as futural, is equiprimordially in the processes of having been, can, by handing down to itself the possibility it has inherited, take over its own throneness and be in the moment of vision for its time. Only authentic temporality, which is at the same time finite, makes possible something like fate, that is to say, authentic historicality. The ecstatic temporality of Dasein is as such irreducible. There is no other horizon to which we can go. This is what he means when he says, quite abstractly, Dasein temporalizes temporality, or that time's essence is a process of temporalizing the unity of the ecstasis. This dynamic proceeds and conditions all things which we can do, including time is chronologically used, and informs us of the historicity of Dasein as a unity of time past, time present, and time future. In conclusion, with the question of history, Heidegger has made a very radical move. Human temporality, the time of the life of Dasein's ecstatic temporality, is also historical in the deep sense of the term history which Heidegger uses. Heidegger has spent sections 72 to 77 of Being in Time teasing out the diverse ways of thinking about history as both ordinary and ontological. Put as simply as I can, Authentic historicity is Dasein's full, explicit awareness of the simultaneity of time past, time present and time future in the historical activity one undertakes. That Dasein is world historical means history is not just 
equivalent to a simple gathering of facts. But since Dasein is the unfolding of itself as a historical being, as a being for whom history is always at stake, is always an issue. To forget this, to forget the significance of history, for Dasein, is to forget the meaning of time, which is to forget, in turn, the historicality of Dasein. When we are unwilling to confront the truth of our existence, we forget we are temporal and mortal beings, actings as if we were gods, as if we were eternal, as if we were things which would last forever. And this is an undesirable situation for Heidegger, one which paves the way to nihilism. Really, we do not come to recognise our own finitude, the ontological vulnerability, precariousness which resides at our core. The opposite of being human is being a god, and as the Strugatsky brothers tells us, it's hard to be a god. But what of other beings? Well, this is where the question of historicity of Dasein and the question of ecstatic temporality merge. As Dasein is thrown into being in the world, my past also refers to how the world is, or better, how the world is shaping up. As thrown, this could be to inherited roles, family influence, cultural baggage, or even geographical conditions. Dasein's past, though, is the becoming of the world itself. While things, animals and objects and Dasein have unique forms of becoming, the fundamental point is that the world, which Dasein is a being in the world, has its own temporal structure. This means to think of any being, we can only do so within the horizon of time itself. Time is the being of the world.